This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Yeah, there should be some passion. This doesn't have to be boring. Boring, boring. Hey, one thing the game needs is more people like you. You, you. Still have grown men run around tight pants. It's Mookie Betts. It's Daniel Bard. It's Steve Aoki. There's Salt Lamarckia. This is Brock Holt. Hey, this is John Lester. Baseball. Baseball. Baseball isn't boring. Welcome to Baseball Isn't Boring. Here's your host, Rob Radford. All right, it's time to lower the demographic. It's time to get the expert opinion of people who are just flat out younger than we are. And for that, we turn to Gunnar Papelbon and Angus McKenna. Gunnar is Jonathan Papelbon's son, and Pap, our betting isn't boring expert, he also joins this podcast. A guy who gives us a little bit, of, a little taste of what he thinks is going to happen in the second half because that's what he does. He predicts the future. That's why he's our betting isn't boring guy. But both Gunner and Angus offer excellent perspective from the 13 year old ish demographic where baseball's at, how they view baseball, who their favorite players are, um, what they like about it, what they don't like about it. It is a relatively speaking. It's our second one. Our second relatively speaking. So we love it. We I really want to thank all these guys for jumping aboard. Gunner's dad, Jonathan, and Angus, and all of their parents for allowing them to do this. Because it's very, very important that we do things like this. Because we can't just yell at clouds, scream from the mountaintops, this is what's right and this is what's wrong with baseball. No, we have to get it from the people from all different angles, from all different ages. And that's exactly what you do. All right, here you go. Here's Relatively Speaking. All right, Pat, introduce our guests. What's up, folks? What's up, back? Baseball isn't boring. Thought you knew. Got my son here, Gunner. Got his buddy, Angus. We're going to get kids' perspectives today, you know, because, Rob, it's all about the kids, right? It is about the kids. It's all about the kids. And we're, Pat, we're just two old men yelling at clouds. Yeah, like, and pretty much in the next 10 years, we're not we're not going to know anything. So it's the kids that are going to be taking it over. Uh, it's it's so true. And, and so when we yell and scream about, oh, look at, how about those bat flips? How about those lights flashing back and forth? And these guys, they're like, Dad. Dad, why are you so old? 
What's going they, on? I bet you the two of these kids got pretty good bat flips and style. You know, uh, it's style these days. Oh, see. Well, first of all, okay, Gunner, say say what up so everyone knows your voice. What's up? <laughs> He's got the Papa Bud swag. I like it. All right. All right, Angus, say what up. Hi. All right. Oh, never, like, never looked or sounded better. So, uh, all right. So, I'm going to start, Pap. Let's let's give them let's put them their feet to the fire right away. Okay. I'm, I'm going to ask you guys. Think about this. What is the thing that you hear your your dads or me or whoever say? Oh, you know what? Baseball. That that's that's stupid. That's dumb. Why are they doing this? That you're like saying that is awesome. Gunner, you got one. I see you shaking your head. What do you got? Every time, like he thinks it's so dumb. How like. People in the MLB, like on their helmets, they have like little guards right here, so like don't get in the face. Like you're gonna, like you might die if you don't have that. Like if you get pelted in the face by a baseball coming 95 miles an hour at your face, and you think that's like a little baby thing to do, like yeah, I, I never saw those until later in my career, Rob. And uh, those things drive me crazy. The elbows, the, the knee pads, all that stuff drives me nuts. Do, do you guys? So when you guys play, do you wear all the pads? Do you because you, know, you listen? We all imitate the major leaguers, right? I wear an elbow guard, like that's it. Okay. You, Angus? Uh, not really anything, no. Oh, uh, you're old school. I like what about, it. What about here, here, Rob? I got a question. What about right. batting gloves? Okay. <laughs> okay, batting gloves like they matter. They do. They're actually like like I swear if I went. And I'll hit five baseballs. I bet you I can hit those five baseballs again with batting gloves better. Did you see the three pitches I got in Fenway without batting gloves? Yeah, I did. Okay. This was basically the excuse for your dad to bring up he hit a ball out in Fenway Park. Yeah. Angus, you were, are you old school batting? No batting gloves, batting gloves? What do you got? Up until two weeks ago, I was no batting gloves. And then I got a change up in a game. And I was way out in front of it. I was way too early. And the bat just went flying. It almost hit my coach on, in the face on the first baseline. It was it was so bad. Well, it's a good thing your coach is wearing a helmet with a guard on it. So, yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah. but so so you're so bat. No, I mean, Pap. I mean, even when you were playing, there's hardly anybody didn't wear batting gloves. There's only like a few guys. Yeah. Right? Well, you know, you know, uh, you know, the game changes, man, and so. Nowadays, for me, it's it's a little – some things are a little bit tough to watch, but, you know, I'm usually asking my son about, you know, what's the new thing or what's the new – what's the new name brand that's cool everybody's using, you know, like, I don't know, those lightning gloves or whatever. But, yeah, and, and, and so, you know, for me, it, it's kind of cool to see this, this new era, man. Okay, so let, let's flip it around. Here's the thing, Rob, is these two kids, and the reason why they're on this show – it's not because they can both play ball. They both have a chance to play ball for a long time. Yeah. But when they were at Nesson, man, man, they put the Hall of Famer Jim Rice. Oh, oh man, the, that's, that's, the guy, that's the guy we should have had on because the back and forth between them and Jim Rice. But I'll spin it back on you, Pap. Instead of asking them, I'm going to ask you, the thing that you when you watch baseball now, or, or not, not even watch baseball, but maybe it's, Anything involving baseball, maybe it's the lights, maybe it's the video games, maybe it's the shoes, maybe whatever it is. What is the thing where you say, why are they doing that? And then I want Gunnar and Angus to respond to you. 
Okay, so for me, I've always said, like, why in the hell are they giving pitchers the ability to just say go to first, right? Because I'm telling you, I have seen so many pitchers airmail it to the backstop, and when a guy's on, that's another extra base. And now, all of a sudden, you can just say go to first. Well, I mean, a la Daniel Bard, I love Daniel, but that kind of shit stressed him out. <laughs> So you guys mind that? You probably I'm gonna I'm gonna answer for you. You don't care. Don't care. <laughs> Angus, what do you do? Like you just you're playing. What do you do? Do you you're a pitcher? Yeah. Um you, you don't intentionally walk anyone. That's the biggest difference, though, right? You know, I like to be pretty confident in the fact that I can throw a strike. So <laughs> if they hit it, let them hit it. But I, I don't let him take the free base. Oh, there you go. So see, he's old school, Pap. I like that. So like let me that. let me ask you this. So back back in the day, when I say back in the day, this was like five years ago, Pap. When you were playing, they did not let you wear your cleats. They did not let you wear more than two colors. Correct. Correct. Yes, in which fact, is I remember one year I put Cinco Ocho on my shoes and they find me. Oh, they did. Yes. <laughs> and nowadays you see, you know, the Gremlin cleats and the the Santa Claus cleats and the Philly fanatic cleat and the Wally cleats and the Fenway dirt and the cleats and the. <laughs> I, I, right. don't know, I don't know how these companies have time to make all these cleats. Well, okay, so. When you guys hear that, I'll start with you, Gunner. When you when you hear that, are you like, what was baseball doing? Because one of the things that you guys look at is cleats, right? I have some cool cleats. They're just white. <laughs> They're new balance. They yeah, but, but if you could have pine trees on your cleats, you would do it. Or yeah. maybe not. No? You're old school. Stop. See, this is this is another great thing. We're finding out where, where these guys are coming from. Angus, I, you, I, I brought some real kids on the show, Rob. I know. Like, I know. Well... You raised them right. The only cleats that I would wear that are colored, I'd wear white cleats, black cleats, or gray cleats. I'm not going to wear it. some, like, rainbow cleats that make me, like, look dumb. Like, I don't want <laughs> All right. All right. But, Agus, what do you got? When you see when you see these guys, are you the guy? I got to get those. I got to get Luis Arise's uh, whatever cleats. You know, like, so what do you think? I, about think, it's, I think it's good for the game, but I – I mean, I just wear regular, like, I have, like, navy blue cleats that I wear every game. But I'd say if it's a special occasion, like, I like the Father's Day and the Mother's Day cleats. Okay. Or if it's, like, if it's something, like, special or cool, like, or, like, City Connect or something, I'm fine with it. But I don't think every game. So, okay. Be. So, let me ask you this. You guys you guys seem to be old school because, once again, Ray's right. Um what what how about your friends? What are the things that your friends and your teammates that you set see that them copying major leaguers? Well, and maybe it's cleats, maybe it's uniform stuff, maybe it's eye black, maybe it's sunglasses, maybe it's I don't know what, like equipment like that you carry your stuff around. Gunner, you start first. You, you tell me. What do you see your, your buddies say? What did they going out and get and trying to pretend they're a major leaguer? So one of my friends he like does like so when he hits, he'll get up there and if he like if he hits it, he'll just like bat flip it if it's like a ground out to like the first or something. <laughs> <laughs> like 
They like hit a pop fly. So all flip the kids feet. are doing that now. Not all the kids, but, a few, but the few people I know. The, they are, the, the what? The few people I know do that. Yeah, they are. They are more than back. I mean, because Pap, you know this. Bat flip, little league. You can get one in the year. Yeah, that's what I. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm interested in. Like these kids at this age, you know. So like. If a guy takes like a really big swing off of you or like does something that like that, do you want to pitch him back inside and be like, no, this is my plate? I'm just gonna peg him, I guess. Peg him? Okay. Well, <laughs> you got a man on. I mean, you gotta think about yeah, it. I got a man on that I can check the other three guys out. What about you, Angus? Um what about that? Well, I was about to say that the my teammates are decent about it, but the sunglasses just don't make sense. They're way too expensive and they're like big and flash i don't i don't really like them but the eye black if i see someone wearing like the triangles like way down the face and all that i'd, I'd probably hit him in the ribs Gage. Gage. i love it yeah what about this? <laughs> this is another thing that bothers me is when the guys are in the field it's a sunny day and they've got sunglasses on top of their hat and they're not even wearing them. Yeah, that makes no sense. What are they for? Yeah, that, that, that annoys me. You spent $185 on some glasses you're not wearing. But you see it. You see the kids doing it, right? Yeah. yeah. Rob, let's get into some baseball. Let's get into – I want to see what these boys' perspective is on uh, this year's season, man. All right, yeah. So, all right, I'll start with this. Like, okay, you know, we see the 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 most popular uniforms that guys are buying. And that, get just bear with me. Who is the guy that you? Who are the guys that you, these the baseball players of the future, love watching? You say I got the this guy the gate the ticket for this guy's game. If I could go to see anybody play right now, who is the guy right now that you want to go see play? No Angus's. We know Angus's. Angus, what do you got? Well, I like Tristan Cassis. I want to see him succeed. (laughs) I also like. Ellie De La Cruz. I'm in Cincinnati right now at a baseball tournament, and we're going to a Reds game tomorrow. So I'm excited to see Ellie De La Cruz. I like I like Luis Arias, like you had on the podcast the other day. Yeah, he was uh, good, Rich right? Hill. Rich oh, Hill yeah. was saying that he's best hitter he's ever seen. Best hitter that he's ever had. Rich Hill said oh. Lu- Luis, and this was before the season. Best hitter that he's ever seen. But you I know. I mean, look, Rich Hill has played a long time, man, and yeah. he's been a journeyman. He's, played a long time. he's, like 80, he's like 80 years old. I mean, he got a lot of people to draw from. Who is who is the best hitter that you've ever seen, Pat? Me, for my best the, – the best hitter that I ever saw or faced was Vladimir Guerrero. Ooh. Senior, senior not junior. Um, his uncanny ability to hit pitches outside of the strike zone were just so good, and so that was – my my objective was to throw like get ahead and then and then expand the strike zone and make him swing at bad pitches. Well, for him, I should have done the exact opposite. Probably just throw it right down the middle. He'd have swung and missed. I, I I never I couldn't imagine playing third base when he was up. Oh, him yeah. in Sheffield. It, uh, like, you know, people want to say that Vladimir Junior hits balls hard. They have no. no idea how hard his dad hit him. No, he swings he swings harder than his son. Way He's, harder. Yeah, yeah. That velocity was way more. Yeah. So, so, uh, Gunner, who do you got? Who do you got for the guy that you want to see? Jaron Duran. Oh, 
Jaron Durant is just so good. He's just like the coolest baseball player. Crushes baseballs. He's so fast. That's just, true. That's he's true. A great player. He's Jack too. He's massive. That kid is rich. They're they're a little Red Sox heavy here. Huh? I know. Yeah. Let's go. Let's go non. So let's go non Red Sox. I'm gonna tell you who my favorite young player. Ooh, okay. All right. Go ahead. Yeah. My favorite young player is this J Rod kid. Oh. Uh, and, and, and and I'll tell you the reason being is because. I feel like his maturity and his, and his ability to come and take the game over, be able to learn a new language, um, do all the things that it takes to be an all-star. And with coming an all-star comes a lot. You know, yeah. So much is given, much is earned <laughs> and received, and you got to give it back, right? Yeah. So that's just how it works, and he's been able to do that, and it reminds me of a lot of, um, you know, David learning English, yeah. becoming the the yeah. Hall of Famer. And so so uh, I, I'm glad I'm glad you brought him up because I said this. I said if I was gonna, this is a fun game. If you're gonna have one player to start a franchise with, I said that's the guy I picked. Julio Rodriguez. That's the guy I picked. Because I remember, Pat, this is going back. In 2005, Theo was asked this, and he was on his hiatus, and he says, back then, he said, Felix Hernandez. Well, it turns out to be a really good pick. You know, this was 2005. I'm going to ask you guys. Here you go. Your baseball, your baseball playing careers are over 30 years from now. You're a GM. I mean, let's say you're a GM right now. You're a GM right now. Gutter, you start. You could pick one guy to start a team with. Who are you starting with? Yeah, I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna keep it the same. Jared Duran. <laughs> wow, you like yourself some Jared Duran. If I had that kid and a bunch of other like players that could like get the job done or something, not a lot. I'm picking Jared Duran. He's all just, right. Like he gets on base like all the time. He crushes baseballs. He's so fast. He can bunt. He can do everything. Man, you you've you've see you've been exposed to the really good Jared Duran. Yeah. A, a year ago, you would not be safe. Yeah. <laughs> all right, all right, Agus, what do you got? Um, I'm either going Luis Arias, like I said, he just hits everything. He's like kind of like Tony Gwynn, and good comparison. But, but Spencer Strider for me. Oh, man. I mean, he he's just he can throw. Whoa, that's out of nowhere. Yeah, pitching wins ball games, and he's he's really good. So to start with, any anybody, and and so the name that you neither one of you mentioned, any of you mentioned. Oh, I should ask Pat. You you want to go with J Rod? You want to go with Julio? Oh, I'm definitely starting a, a team with J Rod for sure. Okay. All right, the name that nobody's mentioned is a is a nice little utility player named Shohei Itani. Well, uh, you wouldn't. You wouldn't. You wouldn't start there. No. No, no I wouldn't. I wouldn't because you're going to spend too much money on him. You're going to spend your whole budget on that guy, and then right. and he's good. But then you're going to have a bunch of like you're not going to make the playoffs if you just have Shohei. Yeah. Okay. Bob, don't put all your eggs in the basket unless you got a shitload of eggs. <laughs> <laughs> See. Why? Why couldn't you? I want you to be a GM just for the press conference, fact. Hey, I'm gonna tell you right now. These two kids right here, you know, they, they've got a baseball brain for sure. Um, and man, they, I, I, well, I can, I can already tell that. All right, 
So this, let's do. You ready to do some here and then some now, some uh, some predictions for the second half? Yes. All right. Here we go. All right. Your dad totally whiffed a gunner on on almost all of his picks to begin the year. I I, I don't think Brandon Woodruff is going to win the Cy Young. I'm not positive. Uh, I did. I did. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. Ready? Here we go. Here we go. Isha, I'll start with you, Gunner. AL MVP. Who do you got? You can't say Jaron Duran. All right. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think of people who've been crushing right now. How about how about Shohei? Okay. I'm just gonna take it from you. Uh, I mean, just for my love of the Red Sox, I want to pick Rafael Devers, but Shohei Otani is gonna yeah. be guy. Pap, I'm gonna give you another chance. Who do you got? Well, you know, for me, it's it's going to be hard, man, because, you know, right now you've got anyone other than Shohei in American League. I mean, there's not – to me, there's nowhere any, anywhere close. Uh, we, we did that, right? We did Shohei versus the field. There's no way around Shohei, right? There's just no way around him. All right. I mean, I mean to me, even if you got to pay minus money, I mean, we're so deep in the season right now that, I mean, it's almost worth it. To, to go against – to take the field or to take no, him? No, no, to, to get him at minus money. I mean, you're going to have to oh. – it's probably minus five, 600 by now. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's yeah, so it's, it's really it, – I mean, you got to put up more to, to get more, less, but I mean, still, I mean, it's, I don't see anybody uh, – Nah, nah, he's running away. All right, yeah. a- Angus, I'm going to give a little uh, – so we did American League. Can you think you got National League? You locked in on National League? I mean, this It's That's- another – that's tougher because, I mean, Shohei pitching and hitting should deserve MVP every year. Just right. How hard that right. is. But. So, yeah. So that's why, because I'm testing you because I know you know your stuff. NL, I mean, I know I'm a big Luis Arias fan. I mean, if he ends up hitting close to 400 or 400, he definitely deserves it. But Ronald Acuna Jr. has a lot more home runs. So I guess Ronald, but I mean, yeah, I'll go. See, see, this this is what I'm baffled by, is that Acuna Jr. should be, for your guys, for players your age and your teammates on your team, this is the guy who's incredible. Like, he's unbelievable. And, and you this guys are awesome. – yeah. well, Since we live in Mississippi, a lot of my friends like the Braves, and, like, that's their favorite guy. Like Unbelievable. He does but it all. The thing is, though, if a rise hit, I mean, dude, if a rise to close to four hundred, how do you not give it to him? I don't know. I'm because telling you, Pat. Three eighty-three. How long anyone's ever come close to that? It's like a sacred, like thing, right? I, oh yeah. I mean, I'm telling you though, Akudi is that good. He does everything, yeah. everything. So I don't know. All right, uh, anybody? So who is who is? Let's take the NL and uh, AL and NL and combined. Who do you think ends up this year as anyone of you can go is the best pitcher in baseball by the end of the year? Uh, trying to think right now. I I got one. Are you going to say Spencer Schrider? I'm not. All right, good good move. What do you got? I think he's got what it takes, Nathan Valde. Oh wow! I was not expecting that. I like and that. He's, I mean, a obviously he's a good pitcher. He's 
293 ERA right now, I think. Um, I, I don't know what else to say. He's just no, he's it's good. It's a good one. Pap loves himself, to Nathan Avaldi. I, I do like Nathan. Uh, you know, for me, I, I also like the uh, Alcantara kid. Sandy. I yeah. like. Um, hey, I got one. I got one. Corbin Burns. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah, that's a good one, too. Um, yeah, I mean, that, that, there's more of a toss up there. Yeah. Well, I, I like all these. You guys know what you're doing. You know, these guys know your stuff. Let me let me ask this question. When uh, and I guess um, Gutter, this is uh, I'll start with you, and then then Angus, you can think about this. When you watch your dad play, right? When you watch video of your dad, what is the thing that you like that jumps out at you and says whether it's the way the game is played or whether the he played? What's the thing that you're like? Oh wow, that looks different. That like. All the time, like if somebody did like a like a pitch, they wouldn't care like say something about it. Or like if something was happening and like somebody and like one of the hitters didn't like it, they wouldn't care to like be like, oh, okay, let's they wouldn't something. argue with the ump. Yeah. That's and, that's a good point. That's a good observation. Like they do it all the time now. Hey, Rob. I mean, dude, these these hitters, man. They uh, it's like they sit there and, and, and talk to the umpire throughout the at bat. Yeah. So you don't need to have a conversation about the pitch you just threw. Like it, that's, that's a great point. That's a great point. I mean, Pap, do you notice that? I, I mean, I do. I, yeah, yeah, I do. You know, I, I I do because I remember back when I played. If you look back at the umpire, you gave them. I was hoping they would because I was like, yeah, that's better for me, you know? And, I, and also, like, a lot of, like, from, like, when I was watching, like, you play and stuff, like, highlights and all that, like, I've seen way more hitters get thrown out, like, now than, like, like when you play because they didn't – because, like, they'd, like, just take it. They wouldn't be like, oh, it's bad. <laughs> you know, your dad never got thrown out of a game, ever. You never get thrown out of a game. Never. You, ever? No? <laughs> never, 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 ever, 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 ever. Angus, so, so what do you, you – you look at these games. Well, I mean, mine's not as good as that, but uh, just the stolen bases. Just – like, baseball back then was – and this is not when Mr. Palmbond played, but when, like, older, like the 90s, that – you just don't see that. It's more stolen bases. I tell you what, you don't see guys slide. I mean, guys, they don't slide into anybody anymore. And and t- it's gotten to the point where guys will slide about ten feet out and barely touch the bag. Pap, yeah. you know what I'm talking about. It blows my mind because these guys need their fingers for everything. They slide head first all the time, but. You know, Angus is right, man. And, you know, and be even as as a pitcher myself, I love the fact that we're going to get stolen bases back in the game. Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. No, I love it. But I just – when you talk about guys sliding, it, it, there's no – I'm talk, I'm obviously talking about double plays. But you don't see guys coming near to break it, breaking things up or, like, even attempting to. So yeah. – yeah, I mean it's yeah, not even close. Let me ask you guys this. And this is a this is a bigger fan sort of question. And I saw you guys around the park a ton, running around, having the time of your life. It was so awesome to see. But 
when you walk into a major league baseball park, what is the thing that you're looking forward to the most? What is the thing that you're you're saying this is cool? Gunner, you could go first. Uh, probably like uh, catching either like BP or like just doing like the little things they have that a lot of baseball parks don't have, or and just like stuff like that. Can you can you sit there and watch a baseball game? Yes, you I can. can. Can your friends do it though? None they can't. Them. None of them. You watch the Red Sox game? Like, sure. They come over. They might watch the first inning and be on their phones for the rest. Like, I'm actually paying attention. So, how do you fix that? Can I you? Got, like a lot of the time, I'll just lie back. Like, oh, did you see? Did you see what he just said? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, it's just just a <laughs> what an ambassador to the game. I love it. Excellent. All right, Angus, what do you got when you walk into that ballpark? Uh, this one's a little more boring, but I just like seeing the field, like seeing no, just like that's not boring. the outfield, like whatever like ballpark works there are. Like, I mean, I go to Fenway a lot. I like the monster, all the green, how it kind of seems like kind of just piled in together, but like it's super spread out at the same time. Yeah, since it's a smaller ballpark, that is not boring. That's an awesome answer. I so I asked this question a lot the last year, and actors, John Hamm, the actor, I remember him saying this. I think uh, a bunch of players have said this. When you walk into a baseball park, I said, "What do you remember that first time you did it?" And it's like the green never looked greener, and the white uniforms never looked whiter. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's hey. it. And me being a master gardener myself, you know, when I got my master gardener's degree, I can really appreciate landscaping guys, man. Like these these fields are their babies, and man, they don't they don't like them being messed with. What was the what was the worst field that you ever played on in the major leagues, Pat? The worst field I ever played on actually was in Tampa Bay. The first year they put down the new. It was like the rubber pebbles in the. Oh yeah, yeah. You literally take a, bow, a a ball and throw it down, and it would bounce like up over your head. I remember that. I remember that. Yeah. So that was that was the way. What was the best field you ever played on? What was the field you like? I remember the Toronto mound. Everyone said the Toronto mound was like pristine, right? It was unbelievable. To my, Toronto mound was great, but my favorite place to play was always in Anaheim. Um, Anaheim always had just the absolute pristine. I mean, they had the great weather there, but man, their 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 field was to me always top notch. Um, I always used to love to pitch there, and the weather was always nice. It's always nice every single time. All right, got. Guys, so this is the, I am going to this is this is going to be the final question. This is going to be the most important question. Is that this being this is and you guys thanks so much for you guys are stars both on the field and in the podcasting world. Um this is the baseball isn't boring podcast. Your friends, like Gunnar, you just said, like your friends come over, oh, I want to play on my phone, whatever. So I'm going to ask each of you, what can you tell them? Say, listen, grab them by the neck and say, how dare you ever think baseball is boring because baseball is so awesome? What would you say to someone who suggests that baseball is boring? What do you tell them? Why isn't – this is what I ask everybody. Why isn't baseball boring? Just because, like, when you watch a baseball game, 
it's just so like iconic because that's like, it's like the best game to watch. Like when you go to watch a baseball game, and somebody hits a home run. That's not as cool as like somebody making a three in like basketball. Like when somebody hits a home run, that's just like one of the hardest things to do in any sport. Like you can't just like sit there and be like, oh, all right, that that was all right when somebody hits a home run. I knew the young kid would say the home run. That was, and you know what? Marvin Harrison Jr., the guy who's going to be the first pick in the draft, the NFL draft, told me on this podcast. Angus, what did he tell me? You listen to it all the time. What? Marvin Harrison Jr. Did you see that episode? Listen to that episode? The football player. So he said, the wide receiver for Ohio State, he said, hitting a home run is much harder than what? Catching a touchdown pass. Yeah. Yes. And so, so Gunnar, you were right. You were right on the money with that. That is such a good answer. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. So, Angus, what do you got? You can't script anything. It's like I'll stand on deck or be in the hole, and I can't, and I can't think three batters ahead and say there are definitely going to be two outs here, or definitely going to be two runners on. Or even on the mound, I can't be like, the ground ball is going to go there, so I have to do whatever it may be. You have to think in the moment, everything you see in a baseball game, well, 90% of it is on a whim, reactionary. Like, you know what I'm trying to say. No, it's, you said it perfectly. Honestly, both those answers are unbelievable. Awesome. Hey, Rob. Rob, don't let these thirteen-year-old boys fool you too. They like the girls that go to the baseball games. Yeah, well, <laughs> you see them running around the park. That's what they were doing, Rob. Well, well listen. I mean, let, it, chicks like the fastballs and the long balls, right? <laughs> so there you go. So there's nothing wrong with that. All right, guys. All right, hey, I can't tell you how awesome you did. Can you? Will you guys come on again? Will you be? You will you be our our, our uh, ambassador for the for that demographic? Pap, we need they to get know. younger. We need to get you. <laughs> so Gotta get younger, you don't survive, bro. <laughs> All right, guys, awesome. All job. right, guys, we'll see y'all. Take Thanks it easy. Right. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data from Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware. Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based championship team.